Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2 Sunday, August the 13th. With me, Coogan Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn... You get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV. I'm delighted to be joined by a very happy Tony Bellew. This is a bit of a struggle here. Tony, first of all, how are you? Can you just take the mic when you talk? It might be easier. Tone, I swear to God, there's going to be a rumble in the jungle right here. Just said smile, Coops, that's all you said. How are you, mate? Hold on, because your head's like, wait there. It's zoomed in on me fucking face, mate. And if it's not zoomed. It's not zoomed. Just calm down. Angry man, what's the matter with you? I'm not Just chilled out. This is why I think you might be fighting again, because you're one Aggie fuck. Just chill. What does that mean? Aggie fuck. Ask Darren what Aggie fuck means. What does Aggie mean? Aggie. On edge a bit. What? On edge a little bit. On edge. It just means you're ag- aggravation. What? I'll put you on fucking edge. That's what I'm saying. Just chill out. You're telling me I'm on edge. I said I'll put you on edge. I said you're an Aggie fuck. I didn't say you're on edge. Well, Darren just explained what Aggie means. He said it means on edge. How are you, mate, anyway? I'm relaxed. I'm happy. I was okay until you just prodded this camera up on a tripod in a van when I'm on my way to work. It's so true. He gets all the stick going belly in front of the camera, but they don't know that I've literally just set up a tripod. On a nice journey, trying to go to work, and then you, you fucking big panda, have then banged a tripod in the middle of the van, stuck a light on my face, and you're asking me, this is not what I signed up for. I'm just trying to go to work, Hugan. I'm just trying to get home safe to the family. Uh, How are you, anyway? Just be nice, just be nice. Be normal and nice. This is this is as normal as it gets, mate. What do you want to know, Coogs? Okay. Um, let's kind of have a little summary. Just chill. Flowers. Flowers. Darren Flowers. No, no, it's Kempsey. This is a disgrace. I do apologise. Do you mind, can you do me a, can you do me a favour? Could you just put your curtain 
through. Just because, like... Your summary of the last seven days, Tony, it's been a bit of a, a whirlwind concerning Joshua, Dylan White, now Robert Hellenius. But your summary of kind of this whole situation over the last week? I think Josh needs an awful lot of uh, credits because considering the fact that what happened the last time he had the late replacements, he's only too willing to do it again. So credit where credit's due to be fair. I think what he's thought about most is he doesn't want the fighters on the bill to lose out. And it once again he's fought selfishly again. You know, he's just very, very unselfish person and just thinks I need to keep these fighters out and get them busy. And uh, it's not like he's fighting because he needs the money, let's be honest. You know, he's fighting to, to keep the bill alive and uh, to, I suppose to give himself rounds maybe for one of the biggest fights of his life that's supposed to be on the uh, on the edge of happening. So we'll see. Um, obviously, we learned of the, the Dylan White situation last Saturday. Um, a lot of things are unclear regarding the situation. We do know that, obviously, he's failed a VADA test. But, yeah... Some comment on you regarding this. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Anyone failing a drug test for performance enhancing drugs, i.e., steroids, should be banned for life. So I don't know what Dillian has failed for, or where, you know, is there multiple tests? Is there, I don't know what the dance is, Coog. So you can't really come until you actually know. It's not like when the, when the Canelo situation unravels and it's clambuted on, it's so blatantly there, or. You go, you, you go to other people and you go, uh, someone's failed for testosterone or someone's failed for EPO or you know what it is. No one's revealed what it is yet. If 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 Dillian is to have failed and it's it's a steroid, which I'd be very surprised. I, I'd be shocked, actually, if Dillian was to fail for steroids. I really would. But if he does, then you need ban him for life. I don't care who you are. And I, and I know Dillian, we get on. Uh, we get on really well. I literally interviewed Dillian the Thursday before this test came out uh, and I didn't foresee it coming he looked like he was in really good shape but this is boxing mate there's a, there's a really shitty problem in boxing and drugs and until one of the boxing boards or the governing bodies makes a statement against someone it's going to continue ban one of them for life and you will soon get a response it will stop you will, you will, you will clear out the noise believe you mate just ban one for life and there you go that's the answer you know, the perfect example in my eyes, and once again I've met him as well, was Jarrell Miller. You should have made an example of him. That boy had every single drug possible in his system. I mean, it was literally the Hulk walking round, and he should have just banned him for life, and that should have always should have been. And I don't think we'd be in this position now, but the sanctioning bodies, the boxing boards, the governing bodies, they've all got to come together and go, right, when someone fails for clear performance-enhancing drugs, i.e. steroids, they need ban them for life. When that happens, trust me, that's when you'll see the difference. In regards to this Dillian White situation, we don't know all the facts, and Dillian White has uh, has the right to kind of... 100% he does. Yeah, to, to it, not, I'm saying, explain the situation, but to get the situation cleared to clear his name if he believes obviously that he is yeah 100 he deserves the time to, and right to an appeal and we need to see the amount of traces that was in his system we need to know exactly what was in his system uh and we need to find out so yeah i wish him well you know what the sad part is i like dillian 
Dillian's all right, lad. I really do. But like I've just said before, if anyone's cheating, you're a cheating bastard, and you need banning for life. Whether you're my mate or whether you're not my mate, you can't be going in a boxing ring with an with an advantage, with an unfair advantage, Cooks. You just can't do that, mate. Because as I've said before, I'll say again, someone's going to die in a boxing ring, and is that person going to be charged with murder? Because they should be. Because you've, you've cheated, you've gained an unfair advantage. And that's coming from a man who's passed over 100 tests. Not a single fucking slither of anything in my tests. But, like I say, I, don't get me wrong, I do understand how people can have minor things in the, in the tests. I, I do get it. There's that many products these days. Everyone should be made to use certain substance, uh, certain not substances. Everyone should be used to make certain uh, nutritional products. Everyone should be made to use the stamped authoritative badge that you get. So that's been uh, batch tested. Everything should be batch tested by every single athlete in the world. If you're not taking batch tested goods, then I'm sorry to say it's your own fucking fault. Batch testing needs doing. Uh, look at companies the likes of your Impact. Everything is batch tested. And, and it's massive, it really is. So I think that's the only way forward. I think the governing bodies, the sanctioning bodies, they need to start coming together with the nutritional companies of the likes of this impact or, you know, there's other ones out there like like CMP and I'm sure there's many others, but they've got to be batch tested. I know there's applied nutrition. They're batch tested. All these guys have got to come together to wipe out these people who are getting people to take products and they're not just letting people know because I, I do understand it is easy Hugan to take an over-the-counter product and have a fail and I really do feel sorry for people like that I know what happened to me mate Tony Dodson uh, and I really feel for you I really do but you know just just batch tested products only let's uh kind of move on to Anthony Joshua now obviously mentally for him this has been a whirlwind obviously this time last week he was fighting Dillian White and then obviously last Saturday the scramble to find an opponent to keep the show on etc so his head must be a little bit all over the place Hellenius comes in probably four or five other people were touted for whatever reasons they weren't um, available or outpriced themselves according to Eddie Hearn but Hellenius what kind of challenge is Hellenius obviously being knocked out by Wilder being knocked out by Gerald Washington who's fighting is all right, but at six, seven days' notice, um, what do you think about that as a replacement? Six, seven days' notice. He's six foot six. He's just fought last Saturday. He can wallop. End of. So he's coming in off a win. Deontay Wilder could do what he done to, to Hellenius to anyone. And I mean anyone. I mean, fucking hell. He was seconds away from doing it to Tyson Fury. Literally. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... He's just that that that's an incident. And then you've got Gerald Washington beating him, yes. On seven days notice it's a credible opponent in my opinion. Could you have gone with Gerald Washington? Yes, but then would Gerald Washington maybe have wanted it because he's set to face uh he's set to face Chisora. It's not really like for like. Uh, would he have wanted it himself? Uh, I don't know, but ultimately it's hilarious. I mean, if anything I like the Shah fight, but I know he's priced himself well out of it. Eddie Aaron said he wanted three million to fight Anthony Joshua. He's never earned three million in his life, and he wants three million on a week's notice. I don't know what he's smoking, but it must be strong. And can I have a bit as well? Because I don't get drug tested anymore. 
Okay. Um, but you expect Joshua to get a job done uh, on Saturday, obviously. I always expect him to get the job done. I think he's he's a, he's still a work in progress. He's learning all the time. Under Derek James, he's coming on. He's got he adding more patience to his game. Uh, I say this over and over again. Coogan, I know it's hard for people to listen to and take on board, but he's a work in progress. The lads learn on the job, and that's crazy. Saying Olympic gold medalist, uh, world amateur silver medalist, he, former unified every champion in the world. You know, one belt away from being undisputed unified champion in the world. So, but he is still learning on the job. When you look at his accumulated success and the number of bouts he's actually had, he always gives the experience away. There's only Dillian White who is of similar experience over the years, whether through it, it's Pedri who is less experienced than who I can think of who he's fought. Everyone else he fights has got far more experience than him in boxing rounds, in, in spending time in the ring boxing from when they were kids. And, and I attribute that to how good he is. His physical attributes are so much more developed than his boxing IQ, but he's working on it and it's coming together bit by bit. He'll get there. And uh, I just think it's going to take a little bit more time and a little bit more chuselage under Derek James to see the best of him. But ultimately, I think he will get there in the end. And I, and I think he has everything in his, his own power to become, you know, the full package. He really does. Tony, um, obviously, yes, uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, heavyweight. Well, I was going to say extravaganza, but it's a, it's a huge heavyweight night, regardless of the Dillian White fight not happening. Um, just moving on to, and I don't think I've spoke to you about this, but Tyson Fury fighting Francis Ngannou. There we go. There's the grenade. What? No, I'm. What? What? I just dropped him. Just dropped the fucking grenade in there, didn't you? What do you want to know? What do you want me to say about it, Coops? What, what, what do you think about it, first of all? Your honest thoughts? I think. I think as long as that is that for the IFL, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, as if like they don't know what but on Cooks, fucking hell. Uh, okay. What do you want me to say? I mean, listen, it's a circus, it's a freak show, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna fucking pay to see it. As long as it's on at a reasonable time, I'm definitely watching that. I mean, cause I haven't got a clue what's gonna happen. Is he gonna pick him up and body slam him when he's getting leather merry dance after a couple of rounds? I mean, is he gonna try and choke him? Could he kick him? I don't listen. Any, if you keep getting your face, yeah, mate, it is. But if someone keeps jabbing your face off and you can't actually get near him or hit him, you're gonna get really pissed off. And he could end up getting so pissed off that he just goes, "Fuck this! I'm gonna choke the shit out of you." And you just don't know. You don't. Cooks, these are two totally different sports. Two totally like this guy is is a walking machine. He's a killer. He's like he's. You know, if you were to put him on some kind of Dexter scanner and machine, like, he would break all records. He's literally one of the strongest fucking freaks I've ever seen in my life. This guy is like a fucking ox. He just hits you and just, he's so strong. I can't put into words how strong he is. I'm a big, massive MMA fan and a UFC fan. I've watched Ngarni for a long time. I watched him when he'd lost it to lesser people than himself and he come back now and he's so strong and... He's just dangerous, but ultimately, he is not a boxer. He wouldn't beat Fabio Wardley. He would not beat him. That is the British heavyweight champion, for people who don't know. 
very good young promising fighter and that is no disrespect to Fabio Wardley because Fabio Wardley I think is destined for bigger things it won't be long until he's fighting for the European title but just to put things into context Francis Ngannou would not beat the British heavyweight champion Fabio Wardley would beat Francis Ngannou in my opinion but listen I'm not knocking Fury. It's fantastic business. I mean, I don't think the is the title actually on the line. Don't no. What, what, I don't. Yeah, the no, WBC. No, no, no. I don't think it could actually be. But no, I, don't think so. I mean, listen, it it's basically Thunderlips in it versus Rocky Balboa. Well, I tell you what, mate. If Thunderlips gets older, you fucking are they? You don't understand. I'm not sure how big of a fan of mixed martial arts in the UFC you are, but if you watch him up close, mate, he is the only person in the world capable of beating John Jones. He is the only one. Like, I've heard all these analogies about going into a room and coming out. Anyone goes into a room with Francis Ngannou, mate, they ain't coming out, I'm sorry. He's coming out laughing after it. Like, I... I can't. I have no words for him, mate. The guy's an absolute animal. Like I'm not scared of any man, but if he puts it on me, mate, I'm just saying, listen, sound. No problem. What but you want? What you a, need? In a boxing fight, completely. Oh, I punch his face in. I mean, <laughs> in a but a pair of boxing gloves on and rules in a boxing ring, he wouldn't lay a glove on me. But like, if he sees me in the street, or like, if he sees me anywhere near the octagon or a cage, mate, I'm on my knees. Thanks. You've won. Not even, not even needs to be thrown. I seen him throw a punch. I think it was at Derek Lewis, and the wind off the punch, he missed, and the wind off the punch put him down. You're like, you have, he's so strong. Like, he, an ox is is doing. Uh, I, I can't say some of. The, I'd like to re, I'd like to put it like, mate. He's just, he's so strong. He's so strong. So, look, you just said, you can't knock him. He's probably earning somewhere between 20 and 30 million for this fight. Tyson Fury. Ultimately, yeah. I think the biggest thing is Tyson's done absolutely fantastic uh, financially through boxing. He's done great with the comeback and with the mental health stuff that he preaches and and puts out there to help people and the money he's made off the back of that. I think it's very, very smart, very, very clever. He's done really good for himself and, and he should be very proud of himself. The biggest thing in this is how much Francis Ngannou is going to make because Francis Ngannou in one night is going to make 10 times more than he's, he's amassed in his whole career and that's the biggest thing for me which is which is absolutely fantastic don't get me wrong I do want to see him in back in the UFC uh, but ultimately I just think well not so much in the UFC I just want to see him back in a cage because I don't know who can beat him in a cage I really don't I'm not sure that John Jones can beat him if anyone can beat him it is John Jones but I'm just not sure. Like, I keep putting scenarios in my head of how would John Jones beat him, he'd choke him out or he put him in some kind of move. He ain't striking him out. I'm sorry, but you ain't... Like, unless you land with a shin on the temple, you are not getting rid of that monster. So, and, and like, I, I genuinely think he's that strong. If you get him in a choke, I reckon he tenses his neck and pops your leg or something like that. I mean, I know it sounds funny, but, like, he literally just... You'll have him in a full-blown rear naked choke and this guy can just like pull your arm off out, out the choke. I just think he's that strong. 
Honestly, I mean, you have, it's quite clear and abundantly clear you have no idea about UFC or mixed martial arts. Coogs, it's like me standing behind you, having you in a full-blown choke. I'm choking the life out of you. You're tapping like this. This man has the capability to just get hold of my hand and just remove it out the choke. He, he's that strong. All right. I don't claim to be any kind of, yeah, UFC expert. I don't, I don't really watch it, to be honest. I watch it when it's like the big names. I'm a casual UFC watcher. I'll watch you, John Jones. So you're kind of a Gregor fan? I'd watch McGregor, I'd watch Ngannou, I'd watch like Bisping back in the day. I, I'd watch those guys, but I'm not really a massive UFC fan, no. Sorry, Tony. No problem. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, each to their own. Uh, but yeah, I love it. Last, um, last one. Brilliant, absolutely fantastic. All right, all right mate. We've still, got our, we've still got half hour left. Right. How much is Joshua thinking about that Deontay Wilder fight, in your opinion? Right now, not be paying any attention whatsoever. I would imagine he hasn't given Deontay Wilder a single thought since he left wherever he'd been to negotiate the fight. Or his manager Freddie had been, or his promoter Eddie had been, so I don't think he will have given one single thought. I don't even reckon he sat down and spoke with Derek about it either. So, that's my opinion. Well, listen, he's got obviously a job to do before we can even really look at that, even ourselves. So, but that's the end game for this year, isn't it? To get that now, that Deontay Wilder fight. Of course it is. I mean, it's probably the most exciting fight the heavyweight division has put together in two decades trying to think of the last massive heavyweight fight that, that brought that kind of I mean Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder was great when it got brought together let's let's be let's not make any mistake about this Deontay Wilder chose to fight Tyson Fury when he did because he thought it was an absolute gimme when he found out it weren't a gimme he paid for it daily and he paid for it three times daily uh, but that was always going to be a boxer against the puncher what you get now is boxer puncher versus puncher and that just equates to violence do you think about Deontay Wilder Deontay Wilder cannot do anything else mate that fella can have you doing what's his name oh trainers I'm punchy fucker I swear to god Deontay's trainer the ex-boxer Malik Scott Malik Scott Matt Scott, who the fuck's Malik Matt? Scott. Said Malik Scott. Yeah. You said Matt Scott. Yeah, Matt Scott's his brother. Fuck off. So Malik Scott can do all the pads and all the conditioning you want to do, but when a man gets hit on the chops, 99.9% of the time they will revert to type. Deontay Wilder is that 99.9%. And when Josh hits him with a jab or anything remotely that connects well. Deontay Wilder is going to go for the lights, mate. He is going to swing the craziest haymakers you've ever seen in your life. And if one lands, guess what? You go asleep. But if the technically better fighter and the quicker fighter lands first, which is AJ, then guess what? Deontay Wilder goes asleep too. So uh, it's literally probably the most exciting fight that could be put together in world boxing. Deontay Wilder versus Anthony Joshua, I genuinely believe that. And are you 
Are you coming back? It's the longest one question ever, isn't it? I mean, are you coming back? It's a completely separate question, mate. Are you coming back? It's a completely you said. This is a side. This is a little sub question. But it's not. You said one more left, so. Yeah, this is one more left. Yeah. No, but it's not. You said that about the last one. All right. Right. So are you are you coming back? Yes or no? Are you coming back? Doesn't look like, does it? Why? Because Rosansky. Yeah, because Rosansky uh, has more options. So either one hundred percent smash the granny out of him. Absolutely, he does not stand a chance against me. I'm sorry, but you know, it's been taken out of my hands. Me. Uh, me once very loyal friend and promoter, Mr. Edward Hearn, I don't think really wanted to uh, entertain it. My wife definitely didn't want to entertain it. Mr. Rosansky wanted to. We'd had a couple of words between ourselves. He fancied it. But then a, uh, a brighter option came available to him, and I'm sure all will be revealed in, in due course. Is that the last one now, Coogan? So you answered your question, you're, you're done. Is that the last one, Coogan? In answer to my question, you're not coming back, no. You explained that situation, but I'm saying you're not coming back. That's it. I just explained the situation, Coogan. It was just him or nothing. Is that clear, Coogan? Crystal. So if you got, like, 40 million to fight Jake Paul, you wouldn't do it? Led to another question. Jake Paul does not want to get slapped all over the place by me and especially not give me anywhere near 40 million because it wouldn't take that to draw me out of my little hut and that's not going to happen are we finally here? Maria. this We're is at. fantastic yeah. so yeah uh, <laughs> this is great news uh, I wish Jake Paul all the success in the world I think he's doing a great job and I, you know what I do yeah, like about nine, it's not him actually it's his brother in KSI do you know what I do like about them they're paying fighters fortunes to wear prime. And I, and I think that's absolutely brilliant. You give them back to boxing. You give them back to fighters. You know, I think it's brilliant. When I seen Terence Crawford with the prime stuff on, I thought, you know what, good on them. They're putting into boxes. And no one can knock them for doing that because they don't have to do it. KSI and the Paul, uh, Logan Paul kid, he doesn't have to do that. So I give them all the credit because boxers sometimes don't get paid enough and there's some dirty bastard managers out there and there's some dirty bastard robbing promoters as well who take it all for themselves the greedy bastards and it's just nice to be able to see someone like Tens Crawford who will massive massive will benefit massively fucking punchy bastard once again I am benefit massively from someone like Prime so good on them well done and you know what everyone fucking drink Prime my kids love it ta-da Generally, the last one. Just, no, no, listen, no, no, listen. No, no, no. Just a quick word. What did you think of the Simon Jordan interview with Eddie Hearn? What did you think of it? I've seen 10 minutes. I've seen 10 minutes and I'm shocked at Robert Smith. Robert Smith shouldn't be discussing what goes on the British Boxing Board with a non-boxing board member. Listen, you're not going to catch Eddie out with things like that mate them schools that he went to he, them kids just don't get caught out I'm sorry to tell you and they're from two different totally different places 
but I don't know why they just both just can't get on. I actually get on great with both. Well, Eddie's family and Ian fucking and Sam and I get on well with. But you just have to understand that they're at each other. These two, I don't know why they've got to be in each other's bonnets. I think Eddie did try and put it straight the other day and was trying to praise Sam and Jordan. But the two of them just need to go right. What is it you really don't like about me? And then he needs to go. What is it you really don't like about me? The list will probably be longer than the fucking writing on my tattoos on my arms, but I'll tell you what, it'll help them get somewhere with it. Now, do us a favour, Cougs, fuck off, because I'm going to get loads of abuse for this interview, and every comment, you know what, I'm not even going to look at the comments, you know what, fucking write what you want, I don't give a shit, write as many bad comments as you can, because they won't be enough, because I'm not even going to look at the comments, you know why, because I don't give a shit. Do you know why I don't give a shit? Because you don't pay my fucking bills, you don't look after my fucking kids. And now we're at the fucking venue and I can go to work. So fuck off. Hugan, you're the wanker. Love you, Tony Bellew. Wonderful, Tony Bellew. Thank you very much for your time. And I hope you have a wonderful day, sir. No, you don't. No, you don't. Cheers, mate. Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, Coogan Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn... You get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.